Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Parkport Podcast interview. This is Roy. Hope you're doing okay out there. My guest on this episode is Simon Bergseth from the band Ocrist. Of course, it's spelled A-V-K-R-V-S-T. Uh, for everybody that's confused about how to say the name, the V's are basically U's. Uh, so the band name is Ocrist. Their new album, or debut album, rather, The Approbation, comes out on June 16th on Inside Out Music. Very cool mix of Opeth and Porcupine Tree and other bands along those lines. Uh, you should check that out. There's two singles out now, which we recommend you check out. Before we get started, I just want to let everybody know again that uh, the Park Report is celebrating its 10th anniversary. June 1st is officially the date. We have a t-shirt, a 10th anniversary shirt for sale now. If you go to our socials, you can find out where to buy the shirt. It's $25. Proceeds from the sales go to Casey McPherson's charity to Cure Rose, which is a foundation he set up to help his daughter and her illness uh, and will help other kids as well. So uh, if you could get a shirt and help support that charity, it would be a really great thing. And also, again, a reminder to subscribe to all our socials where you listen to podcasts, follow us on YouTube, and of course, parkpark.com for all your news, reviews, interviews, and more. And uh, now, here's my chat with Simon from Ocrist. Cool, man. Simon from Ocrist. Good to meet you. How uh, are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. You're in Norway, right? Yeah, that's right. You've been there all your life. I mean, that's where you formed the band. That's where you met the other band members. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, long story short, um, Martin, the drummer, and I uh, go way back. It's just a, a month between us. Um, and we've been uh, friends ever ever since we were born. Uh, our dads are best friends. Uh, oh, that's and cool. they have they have been playing in a progressive rock band together for their whole uh, whole life. So, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, but Martin and I actually lived uh, or and still lives uh, live um, almost one to two hours apart from each other. Right. Uh, but uh, every other Sunday, our dads had the band practice when we were kids. So we we went to uh, to Martin's place, and while our dads had uh, had a break, uh, yeah, we got up on the loft and played the instruments. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> so, how young uh, did you start playing? When we started? Yeah, like you yourself. Like when did you start like taking lessons and learning how to how to play? Five years old, both of us. I think actually Martin maybe started when it was four because his older brother also plays the drums. That's very cool. He, that's, that's Martin's awesome. brother actually plays in a band in a band called uh, Infringements. Not familiar. It's also, uh, it's yeah. also a pro- progressive uh, band. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the the origin of the of the band name. Uh, tell people how to pronounce it and, and where it comes from. Yeah. Um, so there, uh, there's a cabin uh, in my family, uh, which is in a place called uh, Alvdal uh, in in Norway. And uh, uh, from that same small town, there's a f- famous author and um, artist uh, called Kjell uh, Aukrust. Okay. Uh, and since we made all the music uh, at this cabin, we're... Uh, the same place where he's from so we wanted to uh, to have his name kind of his last name uh, as the band name 
but his his uh, name obviously is being spelled with uh, use instead of the V. Okay. Um, so you basically say Orchrist. So the idea was just to make it look look cool, right? With the Vs, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you Google with the use, you'll never find a band. You'll just right. find plenty of information about this guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but now when you Google it with uh, with the Vs, there's nothing else than our band. <laughs> well, that is cool. I mean, th that is... That is the plus side of a band name like that, right? Because there's yeah. other band names where, you know, like... I mean, Contortionist. Google that band name. You'll right. Get... And there's ever, <laughs> everything every, Everything comes up. But even more yeah. so, you know, simpler band names, right? Like the you know, Cars or Doors or something. It could be any, yeah. anything come up nowadays. and way more difficult to find out uh, yeah. anything. Yeah. But um, so what kind of music did you grow up wanting to play was because you were influenced from your dad's playing prog but i mean was that always what you liked i mean I, i've been listening to a lot of, of uh, black metal as well uh, yeah i can kind of hear that in there in the music uh, <laughs> and i i grew up with uh, um i won't start a fight here between our dads but i think uh, <laughs> I, I think my dad has a bit wider uh, i mean uh, like in influences yeah kind of likes even more pop stuff and even heavier stuff than martin's yeah. dad uh but i mean we grew up with uh, all the bands on the inside out and we we love dream theater yes rush uh yet Tell. we grew up with uh, all of these bands uh and when we went to the cabin to start making music we didn't actually try to make anything specific at least not progressive rock music i mean we could we could uh, ended up making black metal or even just straight pop music basically so um i mean we, we just we just made whatever came to us right there and then so and i mean that's how the album ended so nowadays. I mean, have you seen a lot of the references to people comparing it to like Opeth and and Porcupine Tree and stuff like that? Because that's what I see a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, we we love those bands, love Stephen Wilson and uh, Michael Okerfeld, and and I mean, uh, both Opeth and Porcupine Tree are major influences for us and, and bands that we have been following our whole lives, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely hear a lot of that in there, but it's done in a really cool way. It's it's sort of yeah. combining different elements of them and it it doesn't sound exactly like one of them but it's like a like almost like a cool mix uh, i mean the pale moon the first single is is probably the most uh opeth uh, influenced yeah. song on the album uh i'm but i mean spock's beards and uh, and uh, neil morris is also an influence so that's very yeah. cool i mean yeah. um the uh the album the approbation comes out on june 16th uh yeah. very cool concept record um but you know can you give a little explanation about the story about the album and and what you were trying to go for with it yeah as i said we we didn't try to to make anything specific we went to to this cabin uh over six weekends actually and we just drank beer and uh Norway, <laughs> which is a liquor made from uh, potato. Okay. 
which we drink here. Uh, and we made food and we, we just uh, had fun making music together. Finally, we could, uh, we could, uh, we have been. Well, but you were just writing yeah. and, and recording it there as you did it? Yeah. Or, or you were just yeah. writing it at the time? No, also recording. So you set up like a uh, studio there for you guys? Yeah, I mean, my my um, regular job is a uh, mixing engineer. I do oh, okay. like, pop music for, for major labels. So I have this small uh, portable setup, uh, which I brought to the cabin mm. all those uh, weekends. Um, so they record all of the guitars and vocals and some synths and stuff like that. And, uh, and then we re-recorded uh, real drums uh, and some keys uh, back in Oslo. When the but, album was kind of finished, but as far as the um, the story of the the characters that you see in the video, is that is that something that is is in the like the lyrics and the story of the record? Yeah, we we kind we kind of wanted to uh, to portray this uh, character being alone. I mean, the cabin where we made all this is kind of a bit far away from civilization, so it's it's so quiet there. Uh, you can only hear the train power making a horn sound, which you also can hear on the record. Yeah, <laughs> we did some field recordings of that. Um, uh, and we we wanted to to try to bring this character to this cabin, uh, and uh, everything just came really natural, both with all the music, but also the the lyrics with this guy being all alone with his mind and. Uh, kind of, he knows that he, he he's going to, uh, to to die basically, but he he's trying to reach for acceptance and and yeah, I mean, have a closure. With it's it. some really yeah. weird imagery and stuff in there. It's very yeah. it's very cool, <laughs> and it works with the music. I think you know. Um, yeah. so when you guys all got together, or was it just? you and martin writing or was it the was it the whole band getting together at the cabin only martin and i did like the, the main writing so, so and we brought you, the other in later when it was the two of you sitting there writing how does an idea typically start um with a riff or or the acoustic guitars or how do you what was the process of putting a song together i mean first we uh, the first thing we did when we came to the cabin was Put up the, the gear, obviously, but then we had this shot of uh, at width, <laughs> uh, which we did every every time we got there. And then we just, I mean, we had some acoustic guitars, um, a couple of basses, and some electric guitars. We'd set up this small um, key station with some mellotrons and stuff, and also made it really easy for Martin to uh, to program drums. Just for a kind of a reference, yeah. Uh, and I mean, we we didn't. Uh, I said, I said, said we didn't try to make anything specific at all. We just sat down and kind of made a riff, build it up from there. It's really cool. I mean, that's really cool vibe. It sounds like, I mean, maybe the fact that you wrote it all in one place over a specific period of time is why it sounds very cohesive. You know, yeah. and everything kind of goes together. Um, yeah, that's the so. only thing we actually had in our minds when we started that we wanted to kind of make a, make an album where all the songs kind of glued together and just went into each other. Yeah. 
Do you know the band uh, Kent? Yeah, yeah, from Sweden. I, I hear a little bit of their that yeah. in there too. Great band. I yeah. uh, I love Kent. Uh, I also grew up with them and. And one of Martin I, uh, I, me's uh, favorite, uh, my favorite band is um, yeah, Mew, which is a pop yeah. prog band from uh, from Denmark. Right. Which is also uh, a big inspiration. Yeah, Kent, Kent did these two uh, English albums back in the 90s that I got, I got hooked on to that I really liked a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was really cool stuff at the time. Uh, so in terms of uh, some of the other music going on on the record, I mean, it's a lot of acoustic, a lot of kind of mellow stuff. You talked about the Mellotron and stuff. But then the mix of the clean vocals with then very specific, just a few parts where you're doing kind of growling. Are you singing and are you doing those parts, the growling yeah. parts also? Yeah. I mean, I've been growling in in uh, other bands and uh i may be more of a metal head than martin but uh we actually kind of agreed when we started that we didn't uh, want to have any growling we didn't want to try to make it metal or anything right but those two parts uh, which held the growls just it kind just, of yeah, it fits. It. it's it, cool it, it, it just told us the music just told us you need you need it here to yeah. to just yeah and we we did it, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I I'm not like somebody that can listen to a whole album of that, but mm -hmm. if it's done like how you guys did it, where it's just like in certain parts to accent kind of what's going on, yeah, more on the I don't have a problem yeah. with it at all. It can be really, it can be really cool, you know, um, and keep gives it a little bit of aggressiveness, which is mm. which is very cool. So, yeah. uh, are you guys doing any live shows? Are you putting together a band, or what? What's that going on with that? Yeah, we're actually playing our first gig on Saturday, this Saturday. First gig? Uh, wow, that's very gig. cool. Nice. Yeah, so, and it's with uh, Pendragon and uh, the Flower Kings are also playing. Very cool. Yeah, perfect, uh, uh, perfect for you guys. Yeah, so um, yeah, we've had some pre-production and, uh, and rehearsals and um, we're pretty terrified and stoked at the same time. <laughs> I mean, we've all been playing in tons of bands and played gigs forever right but this is like kind of our our baby mm -hmm. um, yeah so it's even, even more exciting <laughs> to pull off stuff from this album i mean i imagine you have a, a lot of like laptops and and kind of other things going on with that what's it take to put this music together live uh and make it sound like the record i mean it's uh we do have some uh, some small all the you know all the um, parts of the sound of the wind and train and all that stuff um, is on backing tracks. So we the whole show goes from start to finish. There's no stops in between the songs. That's cool. Uh, Are you playing the whole so, the whole? Is the plan to play the whole record? Yeah. Like from, like beginning to end and like. And see yep. I'd love but to some, see that. Some of, cool. some of the parts are even a little bit extra long. For right. the, yeah. That's but, very cool. Uh, I'd love yeah. to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Who came up with the idea for the videos with the uh, the guy with the uh, face I did. mask or whatever it is? Uh, I, uh, maybe my 
all-time favorite band, or at least one of them is a band called uh, The Mars Volta. Sure. Uh, and they have an album called Francis the Mute, uh, which I grew up with, and I, I love that album. And they uh, were inspired by uh, René Magritte, um, uh, which is a painter who made a picture called uh, The Lovers. It's two mm-hmm. people, uh, a guy in a suit and a, a dress, and they both have these white blankets over their faces. Uh, and I, it just appealed to me that, I mean, a, a facial expression and stuff takes so much focus. Uh, and I really wanted to have more focus on the on things around and not have to have the people to have uh, the attention of the facial expressions. Really. Okay, get it. Uh, also, it's I mean it's uh, mystical in uh, in a good way. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. That's very cool. So, um, what are the plans moving forward? I mean, are you guys already planning a second album? Do you are you always writing ideas? Do you or do you need to go to a cabin for a week? Like, how how does it work for you? Uh, we have been making some new ideas, just some sh- short stuff, but uh, we're actually going back to the same cabin uh, in August and uh, um, yeah, start writing for the second album. Is a is it going to be kind of a continuation of of the story, or you think you might it's going to be a whole new kind of idea? I will say pr- probably a new, but I don't know yet. Yeah, you we, don't know where we it's going to go. We're just we're we're so just trying to be in the moment uh, and having stuff coming natural to us, and we're not yeah. listening to other music while we're there, and we're not like reading any news or stuff. We're just really in the zone, kind of. <laughs> That's cool. Listen, I think you guys are, are are very cool. It's it's killer to see a new band come up with something kind of fresh and and uh, really professional sounding. I mean, I mean, I can. You, know, you. you said you do some some engineering and uh, and that kind of stuff. You could tell. I mean, it sounds amazing. And thank you. Uh, stuff's good. I can't. It's amazing how your voice, uh, hearing you talk, and then how you come across singing. It's so different. It's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's really wild. I'm also actually a little sore in my throat now, so. But like singing, there's no yeah. accent. Is that was that weird for you when you hear yourself back singing? Yeah, it's always been weird. <laughs> when you, well, I, I, I got to ask a little bit more about that before we get off. But when uh, you started singing, um, did you try to remove the accent when you were singing, or that it's just naturally that how it comes out? I think that's also naturally. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's like common. For, I mean, for there's many... a lot of yeah, European yeah, yeah. singers that happens all the time. But but it's yeah. a weird thing that that it does happen. It's wild. Yeah, I talk bad, but uh, sing better. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, Aquarist, uh, the approbation comes out on June 16th on Inside Out. Uh, you got a couple of videos out now. Uh, Pale Moon and Arcane Clouds, both really cool. And there's some killer stuff on the album. Really, uh, the last two songs are amazing. They're both really, really long Thank and you. really intricate and 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 uh, different. If you like uh, Opeth, Porcupine Tree, Mars Volta, you know all that kind of stuff that we all listen to. I think this is definitely a band to check out. Um, good luck, Simon, with everything, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. We did. Perfect. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Simon for the interview. Don't forget the band's album, The Approbation, comes out on June 16th. We're going to play a little bit of the single, The Pale Moon. There's a video out for it now. For upcoming news and interviews, please check out theparkport.com. Follow us on all our socials, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube. 
And don't forget about the 10th anniversary t-shirt. We'll see you again soon. Bye.